Hi, welcome to Salt and Burn This. I'm Sammy. And I'm Valerie. And this is our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Each week, we're going to break down an episode in order with lots of details, so nothing's left out. (laughs) And we throw in some personal nuggets and stories and research to mix it up just a little bit. Because not only are we fans of the show, but like Sam and Dean, we've also had our fill of road trips. Yeah, but for theater, not for hunting ghosts and demons. And not in a super sexy muscle car. Anyway, shall we? We shall. Um, so you said it's like cold there, rainy? Very cold. Very rainy. I very have cheery. not been able to get warm today. I'm just in one of those spaces where I I feel like as I walk through the apartment, I feel the cold like on me. Uh. I just can't get warm. And it's not cold in my apartment. It's like set at 70. Oh. <laughs> it is not cold in my apartment, but I feel I just cannot get warm. And I think that just means I'm exhausted. You know how Probably. you just can't. Yeah. Just yeah. Exhausted. Yeah. Like, I'm blessed um, with the New York heat. <laughs> <laughs> that you apartment. just can't escape yeah, inside it, the apartment. I have not turned on my heaters at all this winter, and yet it is still toasty. I love those radiator heats yeah. and all the heat from the floor below you. Exactly, and it's like all the, the, the second and third floors coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your plants are like, yeah. <laughs> Although that's something I do miss about New York is radiator heat because it's not doesn't it's not dry heat. You no, know, it's, it's it's the nice moist, moist, moist. <laughs> moist heat in your apartment. Unlike my heat, which is forced air, which yeah. is dry heat. Yeah, if I could ever feel it. <laughs> yeah. So I think one of the reasons I'm tired is you know the show just opened yesterday, and uh, it opened. It was a matinee, which is weird to do to open mm-hmm. on a matinee. Yeah, it is. Um, but um, I got my parents tickets for the show and I got my parents friends tickets and their friends tickets. And which is, I mean, it's one of the perks of my job is that mm-hmm. I get free tickets to my shows. I don't know if I should ever do seven tickets again all at once. But, <laughs> um, you know, They let me do it. So I'm like, OK. Hey, yep. Yeah. So I called my parents and I was like, all right, what time are you thinking you're going to arrive? Because they would stay with me, you know, for the show. And so they decided to drive up the morning of the performance and uh, and then, like, change my apartment and then go to the theater. And then they would just come back to my place and, and crash for the night. So I was like, you know, what time do you think you'll be arriving? And my mom said, you know, probably not until after you've left to go to the theater. I'm like, perfect, you know, because then I can do my things that I need to do to get ready for my show. Well, I just get out of the shower and my mom calls and she says, OK, we're about eight minutes away. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like... Two hours early. Yeah. Two hours earlier than you said you were going to be. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'm like naked. And you're bringing your friends up. Yeah. You know? And she's like, well, maybe we could try. I'm like, oh, just give me give me the eight minutes that you said that, that you, you know, you have. <laughs> so it's like I get dressed as fast as I can. And I was, I'm able to at least semi-dry my hair and right. stuff. They come up. And the first thing my mom says when she gets up to the apartment is like, oh, is that what you're wearing? Your, your boobs are like, you know, out. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
oh my god mom and then her friend comes up from behind she's like are you wearing those socks with that dress i'm like listen you guys you can just turn around and head right back down those stairs you know and they're like kids these days i just don't understand your fashion you know fashion sense I'm like oh my kids god. these days kids these days and i mean of course i'm wearing these socks because i'm gonna wear my little you know your go-go boots, boots. Mm-hmm. You know, and then as I'm getting dressed, my mom's still looking at me and judging me for having bigger boobs than I normally have because I'm a little bit heavier and that's where yeah. my weight goes when I'm yeah. heavier. And uh, and I'm still putting myself together. And she's like, oh, that's a nice addition. That really changes the whole look because I put on like a little sweater, you know, uh, shrug. Yeah. She's like, oh, that really makes it. Oh, and I was just like, enough. Enough with the peanut gallery <laughs> and judging me as I get dressed. Yeah. But I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, the one thing I always ask is like, please don't, I don't want to say bother me, but please don't bother me. Right. Yeah. Before a show. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, all, all on. <laughs> Although it's funny, my dad was like, we brought you a gift. I was like, you brought me a gift. That's so nice. And he brought me like a bottle of Melbeck, which I was like, yay. And he's like, yeah. and some pulled pork. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I won't say no, but <laughs> like, well, pork is delicious. What made you think of you know? I know what Valerie wants. Opening night. <laughs> that was I made oh, too oh. much last night. Guess yes. what? We're gonna bring Guess it to what? the kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, We're gonna get so rid funny. of this. That is that's my mother's way of, uh, of of showing love is making too much food mm-hmm. and then forcing you to eat it. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yes, my mother does that too. She makes the biggest plate for me, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's also like, oh, well, Valerie will finish this. Mm-hmm. You know? There's only yeah. a few more bites left. You finish it. Yeah, or it's like, what, are, what do you have it. against putting it in a container and then in the fridge? Like, why is that such a sinful thing to do? <laughs> why must I consume it? And yes. and in front of you, you know? Right, yeah. It's like, you're going to have to wash the, like, the, the pots and pans and things that already. you chopped with, they're already dirty. You're going to have to wash them anyway. The container that you put the leftover in will eventually need to be washed, but not <laughs> right away. <laughs> not tonight. Yeah, no, that's I, I think that just comes with the contract. I think so. Because my grandmother did the same thing. So did mine. Um, <laughs> my mom also sent me, she mailed me a couple of gifts that I couldn't take on the plane with me. Like I got a brand oh. new Leatherman because the last <gasps> one that I had got taken away got on the plane. The <laughs> um, oh. And like, uh, yeah. And then just a couple other like heavier liquid things that I didn't want to risk. Um, but in that, she also packed away like a tin of first a bag of pecans, plain pecans, because they grow them there in Oklahoma. They have like tons of pecan, um, Oh, you know, farms, I guess, or orchards. I don't know what you would call it, a nut producing space, <laughs> but orchard? I don't know. But anyway, pecans, they make pecans there and they are delicious because they're fresh from a tree. Um, so she gave me a bag of pecans and then a tin of uh, pecan treats, you know, like so one <laughs> like a popcorn tin, but it's a pecan tin, you know, it's got different oh flavors. Of things. Not not like, as big. Oh, no, 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 okay. no. a short okay. flat one, but it was like segmented like the that. divided so, one. Okay. Yes. So there was like some cinnamon covered ones. There were mm. some were like cocoa powder ones. Yeah, cocoa powder ones, chocolate covered ones. And then I don't some kind of Butterfingery kind of toffee. Oh I don't know God. what it was. And then a bag of 
I mean, this is the simplest Christmas treat that she makes, but it's just the pretzels that you dip in the bark, like melt, you melt down chocolate oh, bark oh, oh. or white chocolate bark. Mm -hmm. um, and then you just like dip pretzels in it, you know, so then they become chocolate covered pretzels. Mm -hmm. But there's something about them that's just, it's crack. Uh, <laughs> especially the ones that she gets, they're the, the peanut butter filled little pretzel puffs. Oh, the nibs or whatever? Yeah, yes. yeah. She mm -hmm. dips those in chocolate. Uh, so then they become chocolate covered, salty, crunchy, pretzely, peanut buttery. <laughs> I'm sure you could buy them that way, but there's just something like you just you cannot stop. It it could be the crack eating them. It could like, be the, oh my the god! I, I just escaped this when I was at home. Like all I was doing were, it was eating these <laughs> eating. covered pretzels and other the millions of other cookies that she was making <laughs> and, and she desserts that she was you. making every day. <laughs> and finally, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm gonna, I gotta stop gaining so much freaking weight. And then she, mm -hmm. they followed me. <laughs> That's amazing. I can just picture your mom kind of being like. You know, the, 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 the ringing of the hands, like, ah, 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 ah. It's also like, oh, I got to get rid of all of this stuff. You know? <laughs> Season four, episode seven, it's the Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester. Has nothing to do with Charlie Brown or Peanuts or Linus. But Very disappointed. It does. But it it does. is very Halloweeny. Halloweeny. Investigating yes. two mysterious deaths in a small town, Sam and Dean discover a witch is sacrificing people to summon an ancient, powerful, and extremely dangerous demon. Written by Julie Siege and directed by Charles Beeson. Hmm. I don't recognize the writer's name. I don't either. I think the director I do, and I don't remember, but. Um, mm -hmm. I think he's yeah. done at least one other one at some point. So is this their only Halloween episode? I mean, they did a Christmas, Christmas. They've done a couple of Christmas themed episodes. No, they did one Christmas themed episode. One Christmas themed episode. And this is one Halloween themed. Correct. So thus far, like up to season four, mm -hmm. this has been the only or Halloween theme because Christmas Halloween. was last last season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, except, I mean, this wasn't a Halloween theme episode, but in the pilot, in the first episode, which I didn't realize until it was mentioned in the recap, like there's a, a clip of Sam saying like, you know how I feel about Halloween. And it's like, oh yeah, when we first meet Sam, him and Jess are like at a Halloween party. Halloween party. party. Yeah. <laughs> but that was it. Like, it wasn't a Halloween yeah. theme. <laughs> But it did right. set the mood for the series in general, which it's right. spooky things and right. ghosts and this, whatnot. Yes. So the the recap, they they went back to their their like long recaps. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. this was almost a road so far type of thing. Kind of. Um, it was more, but I mean, the gist of it is, you know, Sam's powers and the result of his powers. You know, the blade and the results of the blade and Dean's anger at you know Sam's powers. Um, monsters some of the monsters that they've dealt with over this yeah past... they, they did a lot of the first two season the really really scary uh yeah, the, monsters. the graphic yeah the graphic monsters and then there was also the uh the castiel and the threats to to uh to dean mm -hmm. um so it's like okay we're gonna see castiel we're gonna see uh monsters yeah we're gonna see we're gonna hear about the blade and we're gonna hear about dean uh sam's powers yeah 
Cass also mentioned something about the seals, the 66 seals. So that's going to come back after a, it's been a few episodes since it was uh, brought up. They mentioned. Yeah. I mean, they mentioned, they mentioned Lilith like either last episode or the episode before, but it wasn't, you know, about the seals. Right. Lilith. Oh, it was the apocalypse. That's what it was. They were talking about the apocalypse. It was apocalypse. But else, and then also Lilith showed up as in his hallucination. Um, But then the seals thing was talked about when the first seal was broken, broken, which was when all of the the ghosts of the past kept coming up and giving them guilt trips, which was right. like the second episode or something. Yeah, that was a while ago. Wow, <laughs> wow, they've been battling, they've been battling some demons. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the now, now that we're in. The now it's uh the Chiron says two days before Halloween mm-hmm. we see uh people are outside decorating uh you know last minute decorations for Halloween um I thought it was funny that the one thing they focused on was somebody decorating a skeleton coming out of the grave <laughs> a little foreshadowing there <laughs> um and there's a, a mom who's like rushing home with the you know last minute pumpkin and a last minute like jumbo box of Halloween candy. And, uh, you know, rushes into the home and it's like, hey, honey, you know, dad is there feeding the baby some disgusting orange mush. Um, she puts the candy in the cupboard. And uh, and of course, the husband's like, hey, <laughs> candy. yeah, sneak, and she sneak. does the old, you know, you know, <laughs> hand slappy away. No, no, no. It's for the kids. You can have some after Halloween. And of course, dad's like, boo. <laughs> yeah. And then take but then takes his chance when she grabs the baby for a bath and says, OK, meet me yes. up there. And he's like, OK, I'll be right yeah. up. Right up. Sneaky sneak. <laughs> Sneaky sneak. <laughs> Got to have that piece of candy. Because what's one piece of candy, right? Yeah. Out of that one giant. Out of that one giant container of candy. And unfortunately, it is a piece of candy that turns out to be the death of him he's he eats it immediately he like there's something wrong like you know his eyes pop and it's like oh no something's wrong Mm -hmm. and he reaches into his mouth and and he reaches into his mouth he cuts himself on something in his mouth and then the camera does this you know reverse pov so that we're now in this guy's mouth yeah in this mouth looking out and then (laughs) You can see, oh, this really kind of it's really freaked bad. me out. I did not like this. <laughs> this was really bad. Uh, He's got a razor blade jammed into his soft palate. Yeah. And it's like dripping blood. Uh-huh. And, and so he's like confused because what would be in his mouth? Because there's, you know, once you see it, we're like, oh, my gosh, it's a razor blade. Yeah. Why isn't he freaking out? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when you don't recognize something, like it doesn't belong there, why would it be there? It doesn't doesn't compute all he knows yeah, is that if you can't see it you know you can only yeah. feel it with your tongue and you can't feel it with your tongue because it's sharp and pointy yeah. and right. cutting you and so he reaches in and he's like past the pain of of cutting himself on this blade he's able to pull out you know <laughs> this, yeah. this razor blade out of his mouth with all the blood and tissue that comes out with Ooh. you know that and he's looking at it and then he starts coughing and choking on blood and he's spewing blood yeah it's like before he can register like oh my fucking god (laughs) someone put a razor blade in my candy yeah and it's in my mouth then yes he starts coughing up blood he coughs up another razor blade you know shings on the floor coughs up more blood and then the wife comes down you know asking him hey where are you but then she sees him in a pile a pool of his own blood on the floor 
dead. Blood curdling scream. And, uh, yeah. But it's funny though, blood curdling scream into title splash, which has its own scream. Yes. <laughs> it, it was a nice blend of, yeah. And then, you know, whoosh, whoosh, scream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well done. I thought that baby did a very good job. I'll just put mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Baby did a good job. So after our title splash, Sam and Dean are interviewing the wife post crime. Uh, Suits. Yes. She tells them that he ended up having four razor blades in his stomach or on his person. So he had two in his stomach. There were two on the floor, like one that he uh, um, spit out. Spit out. And then there was one stuck in his throat, I think. Yeah. I she's like, how, how could he have swallowed that many razor blades? Good question. That's a fair question question yeah, like question. how could anybody and, have swallowed and, that and she, many? she even says she's like it's it's an urban myth it's an urban yeah. legend that people put razor blades in halloween candy mm-hmm. which i hate to say while it is an urban myth people still fucking do it that's what gets me really yes I've people never heard still of do it we like actually happening before yeah that's why you should only eat like you know wrapped candy uh, you know sealed wrapped candy don't uh-huh. eat homemade don't eat apples. Don't eat homemade oh, things. Interesting. And it's because there's always some asshole out there who's, you know, out to be an asshole. It doesn't happen all the time, but it's no longer just an urban myth. I think someone, you know, they read the urban myth and like, oh, I'm going to be this person who does the thing, you know. Hmm. I have never heard it actually happening before. Uh, so Sam is distracting her with the questions, you know, saying like, oh, what happened? uh tell us more more details please dean is looking around the house she's kind of catching him saying like okay, okay he wasn't why anywhere near the, the oven yeah why are you <laughs> there's no candy in the oven yeah you know what are you looking for and then like sam turns into like bedside sam you know mm-hmm. and i was like yay it's bedside sam mm-hmm. he's like well you know is there any reason you know you know why this would have happened or could you think of that and just as he says that he sees dean come out from behind the refrigerator with a hex bag. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. Right. Uh, this was almost ahead. like scene for scene the same as the first time that they found a hex bag, which was yes. like one brother searching around the house for things and then the other brother is asking the questions. Yep. Distract, distract. Yes. Yep. Uh, so then that turns Sam's question, or it focuses Sam's questioning to okay do you have any enemies did he have enemies was there possibly a side chick that he might have had yeah, i'm sorry to hate to ask that. Anger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i liked this wife i liked mm-hmm. her because not only was she like she was pissed um she was upset but she was also mad and she was also smart she's like hey you know again nothing in the oven why are you guys you know sleeping yeah. around yeah my husband never would have cheated mm-hmm. you know and <laughs> But also, if someone did hate him, like, wouldn't you think that they would find a, a better, way better way to kill him than a piece of candy that he might eat right. from that giant bucket giant of candy? candy. Yep. And it's like, aha, see, I liked her. Smart cookie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they take that information and Sam and Dean go back to their motel. Yep. Um, motel meetup. Right. Yep. I kind of like this motel. Loved it. it it was like super motel. dark and, and gothy. Like the walls were, they weren't quite black, but they were very dark. The furniture yeah. was green. Their bedspread was purple. It had this red and black checkerboard floor. Mm-hmm. I loved it. There it was, was like, like one genie lamp on the table. Uh-huh. 
Yes. It was, a, it was all of the Halloween color schemes that you could think of, except orange. I didn't see a lot of orange, <laughs> but like the, the purple think, and green, the red yeah. and black. I loved this I loved it. motel room. And I'm so I'm, glad they kept going back to it because I was like, oh my God. so much of this motel every, room in this episode. I, it was funny because I had to keep turning my pages back because every time they showed the motel, they showed something new yeah. in the room. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's this. Oh my gosh. there's. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that floor. I love that yes, floor. Yes. These little no, I, velvet cover let's on top of the yes i loved that room i read somebody noted they're like it wasn't a very you know descriptive room and i was like what i love this motel room and it was called like the moonlight motel Mm -hmm. or something it had a big moon and i loved it and i thought it was great i did too this is very halloweeny but anyway in this awesome motel room sam is researching all of the items inside of the hex bag dean is eating halloween candy and Sam's like, really? This guy just died from eating Halloween candy? Yeah. And this was typical Dean. I want to say this episode was a, a refreshing switchback to typical Dean. Oh, yeah. All of his little mannerisms were His mannerisms, were his chutzpah, his, you know, horn there's dog. a little bit of little bit of horn dog in there. Yeah. But there's also the ballsy, uh, ballsy brash, mm-hmm. you know, upfront Dean. And I appreciated mm-hmm. that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Eating candy? And Dean's like, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's Halloween. Halloween. (laughs) It's Halloween. Uh, And so Sam recognizes that they are now on a witch hunt, but it's not just a typical witch witch hunt because this hex bag had, he researched uh, a plant called gold thread, Mm -hmm. which is extinct now. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was like a Celtic 600-year-old coin. Mm -hmm. I think it was a coin in there. And then there was also the charred bone of a newborn baby. Gross. Yeah. Yep. So they they it's not the rabbits. Says. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's not rabbits teeth anymore. It's babies. Baby. That's pretty heavy duty. But the also but they were researching Luke like why would someone go out be out to kill him? And right. there is no reason. He's like normal. He's vanilla like apple beyond pie. vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I also just love Dean is like witches. He still hates witches. He's like skeevy. He still hates witches. And I'm like, I don't blame you because they are at this point. Everything he's ever described them as is true. <laughs> he's like, witches, why with the rabbits? Witches, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no reason why Luke was targeted. Mm-hmm. Um, no affair, no no bad anything. Just right. plain old vanilla guy. Yeah, yeah. And then we cut to a high school or yeah, a high school party. Yeah. With two chicks in sexy fill-in-the-blank costumes. I think one's a nurse, one's a cheerleader. Cheerleader, yep. So they're at a very lame party. There's no alcohol because <laughs> it's locked up and the kid can't, like, crack the lock on the It's like triple locked or something, <laughs> I love that, like, the, the, two, the two girls are all dressed sexy, but they're also flirting with this guy who's, like, dressed as roadkill. Like, yeah. <laughs> So, like, once again, the girls all get dressed up. The guys just throw on a dirty hoodie and jeans with a tire mark on it. Yeah. And that's their Halloween costume and still gets the cute girls to flirt with him. Yeah. Okay. So, at this party, which is so lame that there is a bobbing for apples tub, uh, <laughs> which I was like, even if, the, if everyone's like, complaining about it, he is complaining that it's lame. Why was it there in the first place? His party, right? <laughs> Right. But, but it's like it's like a tub made for bobbing for apples. Yeah. Which means he went out and got this specifically mm-hmm. <laughs> for bobbing for apples. 
which by the way would never fly right now because of covid but oh right that's all you know germs you're like mouth open in a big yeah. tub of water that yeah yeah <laughs> now that i think about it gross you're all yep. tonguing the same apple <laughs> yeah. i know the things that you used to do <laughs> and then thinking of it <laughs> now, think about it now in like today's <laughs> lens you're like oh god because oh, yeah. i have bob for apples before and it is kind of fun but mm-hmm. yep yeah gross Anyway, so the blonde chick, the blonde cheerleader is like, oh, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. Trying to impress the roadkill guy. Brunette nurse is like, that's dumb. But when Miss Blondie cheerleader like kneels down and like bends over to the tub and (laughs) the tiniest skirt that's ever existed (laughs) lifts up. Yep. Okay. Roadkill guy is is convinced. Yeah. All right. And not only that, but she's able to get an apple. Yeah, and then really like you fast. know, comes out of the tub all wet mm-hmm. and takes a really sexy bite out of her apple. She's like, "Ta da!" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so brunette nursey girl is like, "I, I want to do it." Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's not sexy. about to be one upped. So she bends down, assumes the exact same position with the same results. Um, for the most part, with, with her, the skirt, yeah. yeah, yes, the skirt and you know, sexy butt, and yeah. she goes in, but she cannot grab an apple. She is she is down there. She's hunting. She's rooting and just not able to get an apple. When she goes to like get come up for more air, suddenly she can't. There's something holding her down. And of course, now she's struggling and everyone outside of the tub is like, wow, she can hold her breath for a long time. (laughs) She's really going for it. Um, (laughs) But now she's she's struggling. There's something that's not allowing her to to come up for air. And then not only that, now the water starts boiling. Yeah. Bubbles are thrown up in her face. She's screaming in the water. And now her friends are like, oh, my God, there's something wrong. Yeah. They go to try to pull her out. And they can't physically pull her out either. Yeah. yeah this was really scary because then the camera, again, goes into a, a POV um, yeah. from the tub. And you see her struggling to, like, get her head out. And then when it starts boiling, then her face and her hands start like turning red. red. And she's, she's screaming. In the water. Underwater. Yep. <laughs> yep. And the she's not released until she's dead. Yeah. When she dies, that's when suddenly her friends can pull her out. And they pull her out of the water. And, of course, her face is blistered and red. And she is, she is long dead. Yeah, fuck. Yet another, like, really messed up way, way to, to die. Way to go. <laughs> Like both of these things, the razor blades in the mouth and then boiled alive while drowning. Yes. Yeah. They were very visceral and it was like, oh God, you could imagine yourself being put in that. Oh, I hold my breath anytime there's any, any type of water scenes. (laughs) I hold my breath. Like when back in, um, when Dean dives into that lake to save the little boy. Yeah. And they couldn't find him. They couldn't find him. I was holding my breath like the entire time. <laughs> so Sam and Dean arrive as uh, as the FBI in their suits at the after party here. Dean sees sexy, distraught uh, cheerleader. cheerleader. And he's like, volunteers. He's like, I got this. I'm going to go question her. And Sam, of course, has the words of advice. Jailbait. Good call, go. Sam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, this kind of grossed me out because I was like, oh, my God, she's supposed to be like 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ew. And, Ew. and Dean, Dean too was far. still too far. Yeah. Corn doggy. Yeah. Yep. So Agent Seeger 
uh, <laughs> takes uh. over the questioning of the uh, the cop that's already there. And he tries to link Luke Wallace with this incident somehow. It's like, oh, do you know somebody named Luke? Uh, because he also died. And while he's doing the questioning, now Sam is the one doing Hunting the search around. around. And he finds yep. the hex bag inside of that nice groovy 70s sofa. Yes. Yes. But uh, cheerleader chick says, no, I, I don't know any Luke. So back at the motel. Dean is still eating candy and <laughs> Sam is still researching. Um, I loved this. Dean's workstation at the motel is very much like my workstation at the theater. Covered in candy Computer, wrappers. <laughs> wrappers, food, coffee, and booze. If you were to see my, my station after opening night, it's, and it's not that I'm sitting there drinking per se, but there are, you know, gifts given for opening night but yes yeah. and and whatever food is available at that moment i will uh -huh. have eaten and yeah. and just left on my desk yeah. so i was like hey that looks just like my, <laughs> desk. my desk at the theater right uh so they find out that lawn cheerleader named tracy is also or <clears throat> no i'm sorry the uh the nurse the nurse is also squeaky clean um nothing yeah. really much up with her no reason for her no to yep. you know get payback and then sam says you know what? I don't think that this is revenge spell work. I think it's just regular spell, like it's sacrificial a spell, and not yeah, leading up work. to something. Yeah, yeah, it's not because of a grudge of any kind. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> and so he reads about this one spell that says it takes three blood sacrifices in three days, and the last one would be on Halloween, which happens to be the. On the Celtic calendar, it's the final harvest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which the, uh, the final the final harvest day is October thirty first, which is like the day where it goes from light days to dark days. So yeah, it's, it's like supposed it's, to like signify the end of summer and then into yep, into uh, winter. Winter. Yeah. Um. So it sounds like they're summoning a demon, and they call him Sam Hain. Mm -hmm. Now he's Celtic, and the Celtic community kind of was like, please, his name is Sawin. That's how oh. you pronounce the name is Sawin. Or I did Sawin. not know that's how you pronounced it. Yes. So there was, there was a bit of some some uh, <laughs> murmurs. <laughs> they're like, if you're going to use a Celtic demon, could you please? Well, he's not a demon. Is the well, the, he, the, if you're going to use the, the festival, the Sawin yeah, festival, yeah, yeah. then call it what I don't it, think I've you know. ever heard it called that. I've if only you, heard Sam Hain. <laughs> Sam Hain. Oh, yeah. Um, I hate to say it, but like Google pronounce. And oh, it, when you and do it, the lady, the robot lady. Yep. It's Sawin. Yep. So I thought that was kind of funny. De Dean still is not overly impressed with all of this information. He's like, yeah, so what? Halloween. And Sam's like, it's Halloween. It is, it is the demon of Halloween. Like, this yeah. is why Halloween is. Yeah. Because of, and it's not only the, the demon, he's like, the damn, <laughs> the damn yeah. demon of Halloween. Yeah. This is why Halloween exists, <laughs> because of this guy. So Dean listens a little bit. He's like, well, all right, you know, <laughs> maybe this is it. So Sam explains that, like what we just said, on Halloween, the barrier between uh, the dead and the living world is the thinnest. 
which mm-hmm. allows this demon to walk the earth mm-hmm. to, to come up from the dark world into our world. And legend has it that people would wear masks to dis- disguise themselves from them. They would from him. They would leave out sweets to distract him. But then there's also the people who carve pumpkins to worship him. And I had this thought. I'm like, what kind of demon would be like <laughs> out there demoning and then be like, ooh, milk duds. You know, it's like, I don't, <laughs> it's like, you know, hold that thought. There's candy. I think that, I think that derives from, so, you know, this is all like the supernaturalized uh, yes, version of, of yeah. I'm going to say Sam Hain just because I don't, <laughs> saw when? That's what they, that's what they call it. Yeah. That's saw what when. they call it. Sam Hain. Sam Hain. Um, but the festival, it's kind of how like the Day of the Dead is also celebrated in that culture. You know, it's a celebration of mm. of the dead. And I did read that cakes and sweets of that kind would be left inside and the windows and doors open so the dead could freely come in and, you know, Snack. take part. Yeah, and have snacks. Well, see, I like that idea. Yeah. But but that's the idea of like your dead relatives coming to like come back and say hi yeah. type of thing. As not opposed a, to a demon who's demon. out there torturing you and dismembering you, but stopping for a Tootsie Pop. Right. And, and then... right. Unless it's like, here's candy at our house. Please leave us alone since we left you candy. Right. But again, a demon with a sweet tooth. That's what I think is so. That's the, for me, it's the candy I aspect know. of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> what's anyway, this? This yeah. particular big bad demon cannot be raised it's like this ritual can only be performed once every 600 years guess what this is the end of the 600 years that this can happen you know all the like stars are aligned or whatever the yeah. fuck it's supposed i want to be. know who sets the dates yeah. <laughs> who says it can only be every 600 years yeah. you know <laughs> like if i were the demon i'd be raising my hand going no wait is that negotiable right do right. i have to wait every 600 years could we reduce that just a little bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once um, he but- is raised, he can then <laughs> raise or- almost literal hell. Like yeah. the, he can raise the dead. He can raise like all of the big bad things that they usually fight, but yep. just like all in one place. Which yep. ghosts, zombies, leprechauns, <laughs> everything awful, all in one place. Because mm-hmm. Dean, once again, is being Dean. Yeah. He's like, ooh, ghosts. That that'd be bad. Zombies. Yeah, that'd be bad. Leprechauns. You know, they got the little hands. They're scary. So. so it's now Halloween and Dean is in the Impala still eating candy. In fact, there's like a pile of trash yeah. next to him. He's gone through like a bag, a good size bag. It's a Halloween. lot of candy. And it's finally starting to back up on him too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> starting to feel it. But he's watching Luke's house. Uh, because there's a connection, you know, there has to be a connection between these two people. Mm-hmm. And what would that connection be? And uh, and Dean sees, finally, um, cheerleader chick. Mm-hmm. The one who said that she'd never heard of Luke walk right up their front door, ring the doorbell, and she's the babysitter. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out that um, mannequin thing on the front porch of their house, like uh-huh. a ring style Man, I was like that. That that was scary. Oh, I did you not notice? It. Did not notice. There's there is a life size mannequin on the front door wearing a white uh, nightgown and it's got mm. the long like ring hair, yeah, big like- bug eyes. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> 
So that was pretty fr- I would have been, I don't know if I would have rang that doorbell. That's right. uh, if it was, if I was trick or treating, I'd be like, no, no, thanks. <laughs> you can keep your candy with the razor blades. Yep. I did like, uh, when he was on the phone with Sam, they're just talking and he's like, oh my God, my stomach is starting to hurt like a son of a bitch. <laughs> no, Sam, I mean, son of a bitch, because he sees it, the baby, uh, the baby. Yeah, it is the, the, it the play of words there. They're like, oh, the son of a bitch. No, I mean, oh. son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, Sam's like, stop being such a wimp. Yep. <laughs> so back at the motel, Sam is still researching. Dean is daydreaming about being a hot cheerleader. <laughs> because like they mentioned, like, why? What would you come back as if you were a 600 year old demon? Wouldn't you want to come back as a? As a hot cheerleader. Sexy cheerleader. Sexy cheerleader. And he's, you know, so he goes into this little reverie. I'm like, is he thinking about being a cheerleader? That's or is he just thinking about? It sounded like he, he like was he doing. Was about, <laughs> I'd like to come back as a hot cheerleader, which yeah. I thought was pretty. But Zam has figured out that this cheerleader chick um, got in trouble at school with one of her teachers. She got into, like, a physical fight with one of her teachers. So, aha. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, head off to the high school. Uh, to investigate and uh it's where things take a semi-serious turn because Mm -hmm. you see dean walks into the art room Mm -hmm. but he's looking at this one mask and it starts to kind of like scream but it's the screams of his memories of hell it's like that hell screaming and and then just then sam walks in is like hey you know bring back memories (laughs) you know dot 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 yeah and of course sam is talking about high school and teenage angst and yes you know, and Dean, of course, was thinking about hell, which yes. clearly he is remembering. Yes. Um, and then walks in Don, the art teacher, who, you know, don't call him Mr. Whatever. Call him Don. Even the kids call me Don. And Dean's like, yeah. I get it. You're like, you're everybody's buddy. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. get it. You're that yeah. teacher. Although Especially I did think it was funny. Oh, go kid. ahead. <laughs> the kid with the, <laughs> I think it's the kill. same kid. Roadkill guy. Roadkill guy. He's trying to put a giant ceramic bong. Into, into a kiln, kiln which but... is so many questions about that <laughs> a it's too big b really ceramic you're trying to ceramic dude i was in now this was college um okay. but i was in well i took a ceramics class no one tried to make a bong or anything out of clay i don't think for lack of trying i think for like <laughs> like practicality teacher, well yeah the teacher oh. probably would have caught it yeah. but, i mean i don't see a reason why a bong couldn't be made out of ceramic i think for me it was just because it was so it was tall so and big skinny. and i think that was the po- the pothead in him that didn't measure before <laughs> like, it's like i'm just gonna make the tallest on this bong. Bong. i'm gonna do it at school it's gonna be awesome yes but in college one of the colleges i went to i took a glass blowing class Ooh. um it's one of the very few in the country that actually has a glass blowing studio within the college like you can major in glass blowing this That's is in amazing. kansas yeah it was super cool um but the teacher did mention it's like no i see glass pipes and bongs in the in the in their kiln although it's uh-huh. more of a cooling kiln in in a glass right because you forge it in fire yes, <laughs> yeah. yes but it has to be a controlled cool down so but he'll like open it up and he's like no people definitely try they try to make pipes and bongs in here right. i just throw them away I'm sorry, you can't do this. You can't do that. When you graduate, do whatever you want, but right in in your own glass blowing, you know, studio. So it it happens. Did you try to make one? 
I did not, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's more for advanced, advanced class lowers. I didn't get that far. But back to Bong Kid. (laughs) Again, (laughs) Dean is like, oh yeah, I remember that. So was Dean just like a huge pothead in high school? Is that I, what's going on? Because he he uh, connected with Andy, like right. pothead Andy in the van. I don't know if he, I wouldn't. I would say not a pothead, but mm-hmm. definitely not immune right. to. Because uh, I don't think his dad would have allowed it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he wouldn't have. He would have been. He's too astute. I think you know, mm-hmm. given given what pot does to your. Your reflexes reaction. and your reaction. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I, I think he is he is not a pot virgin, but I don't think he had I know, he had he's a secret like, bong he's always somewhere, like but maybe. Like maybe he's just like I but wish. Whenever I a pothead comes around, yeah, he's just like, Yeah, yeah, dude. No <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, granted, there probably weren't a lot of rules surrounding yeah. you know, his if dad up, was but gone for a long time. Maybe yeah, exactly. he was just like left in motel rooms. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't think but I don't think dad would have allowed yeah. it. Wouldn't have allowed the lifestyle. Would have loved to have known. But now they are agents Getty and Lee. Is uh, it ready? Yeah. Yeah, Getty Lee, the lead singer of Rush. <laughs> um, that's the first time I like, I've seen them like switch uh, in mid in mid episode their aliases. Yeah, but yeah, so they start questioning cool teacher Don uh, about this interaction that he had with Tracy, and he's like, "Yeah, she like she almost tore my eyes out. You know, it was really physical, and it was because I." was trying to tell her she needed to tone down um, her art projects, which she was apparently doing really violent illustrations of death and murder, a lot of chaotic symbols that, you know, looked like they could have been satanic or, you know, he didn't know what they were. And Sam pulls out that that coin, that Celtic coin that he found. He's like, did it look like this? <laughs> you know, and Don's like, yeah, yeah, it could have looked something like that, you know. Aha, uh-huh, okay. So... Here's our witch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He gave them a lot of clues. Yeah. Because she was like, she yeah. drew herself depicted like as, as participating in all of this murder and stuff. She's an emancipated teen. Uh, yep. She has her own apartment, mm-hmm. her, you know, no parents. She's violent. She's disturbed. So we need to go find Tracy. Her apartment. Mm-hmm. Yep. So after looking for her and not finding her, the boys go back to the motel as they're they're reconnoitering, they're they're talking outside their hotel room, and this little kid in an astronaut <laughs> costume like walks up. He's like, "Trick or treat!" <laughs> it's the middle of the day, you know, and they're at a motel. And Dean's like, "Dude, no trick or treat. This is this is a motel." And the kid's like, "You should have candy." Yeah, so this is no Dean's excuse. Like, no. Yeah, Dean's like, "No, there's no candy." And again, they do this the the POV with the yeah. camera. They put the camera inside the kid's helmet. So, and then Dean leans in towards the camera and he's like, you know, no candy, kid. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it looks like you should probably, you know, lay off it anyway. Because the kid was a little, I mean, he was just a little chunky, but he kid. wasn't like, you know, he was just a kid. But Dean had to make a dick response about, yeah. you know, maybe you should lay off the candy. But it was just cute that the camera was inside that helmet because it <laughs> sounded like Dean was in a, you know, in a fishbowl. Uh-huh. Up. And the kid gives him this like squint-eyed, oh, stink eye to the extreme, like, and then bumps Dean as he walks by, <laughs> like gives him the shoulder, 
you know, this little kid. And he's like, what the, <laughs> what the hell? And the kid kind of, you know, stomps off. Yeah. No, no candy. Um, not pleased. I would say astronaut was, was not. Oh, and actually it's Sam who says, actually, we do have candy. Yeah. You know, and yeah, Dean's like, like, no, we don't. Nope. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not again. <laughs> Which I thought was funny that Sam was ready to give him candy. But yeah. Dean and Um So they go into, they walk into the motel room. Sam is on guard immediately because there is somebody in there, but it's Cass. It's Cass. And then we but, realize, oh, Sam hasn't met Cass yet. <laughs> right, right, right. And Dean's like, who are you? I mean, Sam's like, who are you? What are you doing in here? And Dean comes in and he's like, oh, you know, it's cool. That's Castiel, the angel. Yeah. And immediately Sam goes into, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's, oh, what an honor to meet you. Oh, oh, you know, what, what, you know he doesn't know what to yeah. call Castiel. He goes yeah. into, like, the faithful mode. He's, you mm-hmm. know, he's like a rock star to him. You know, it's an honor to meet you, sir. <laughs> yeah. So Sam meet Castiel. Sam and Dean meet Uriel. There is a second man in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Nowhere near um, but as I nice do, as this Castiel. isn't this is important for me because this episode kind of well it doesn't start because it started a while ago, but this really took it a step further. Like <laughs> what makes me so mad about the Sam track that's you know, projecting right now. Mm-hmm. So Sam is here so eager and honored to meet this angel because he has been praying to them. Yes. He has been the faithful one. Maybe not like, you know, he's not born again Christian level of faith, no. but you know, he's he Dean believes. is the one that's like the one laughing at him for praying. And here Sam right. is like, well, I don't care. I'm still going to do it. So he's honored to meet this angel and puts out his hand like, oh my God, I'm please like, Give yeah. me the honor to sh- to shake your hand, and Cass almost refuses. Right, Be- and he even throws it in his face. He's like, "Well, it's nice to meet you, the boy, boy with, with the, the demon, demon blood. blood." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then has to throw in the "so glad to hear you've stopped using your, you know, your demon powers." Yep. So, in so many words, he calls Sam a freak. Yeah, yeah, and and that and not only that, but we're watching you. You know, yeah. we've seen the things you've done. Yeah. And, <sighs> and, you know, you just see the, the Sam's crestfallen and you can see yeah. it. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's a kid meeting his idol and finding out that his idol is, you know, a raging alcoholic and a drunk. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing, but, you know, just a jerk. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, never meet your heroes. But it also turns out that these two angels know all about the witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know all about the coming of this Sam Hain. And so it's like all, you know, all pretenses of any type of nice to meet you. Gone. Gone. Yeah. 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 Because um, Uriel, who is the second guy that's standing in the room, also an angel, uh, goes st- straight into it. He's just like, no, stop wasting my time. You found the witch, but you don't really have the witch. You, yeah. you don't exactly know where she is. Too late. I got to destroy this town. Yeah. And, and P.S. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And P.S. She knows you. She knows who yeah, you are. Yeah, she yeah. knows what you're here for. And it turns out that Castiel found a hex bag in the room where yeah. Sam and Dean are staying in the walls. Mm-hmm. So they're a step ahead and they're like, so yeah, you know, it's a witch. Did you kill her? No. Well, we got to, we have to, because we cannot have this, the seal 
broken, Lucifer cannot rise. Yes, they say the rising of Samhain is one of the 66 seals. Yeah, and Lilith is trying to raise Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Must, uh, be ri- must be stopped at all costs, even yep. if that means destroying, destroying the town. Destroying <laughs> the entire town. And that's when even Dean is like, whoa, 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 whoa. They both like, are. Both Sam yeah. and Dean are like, uh-uh, no, we can f- just give us like a, yeah. a, a, an hour or so, at least, yeah. you know, to yeah. find it's the one witch. witch. <laughs> Why would you smite this entire town just to kill this one witch? Yeah. You know, and Uriel's all for it. And it turns out Uriel, Uriel is, quote, a specialist, um, which actually, if you look at who he is in the Bible, he's a purifier, mm-hmm. which is what he was sent there to do, was to purify this town. I'll use air quotes for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because what is, what is you know, 6,000 lives as compared to the world, you know, yeah. the, the world? Because if, you know, if Lucifer rises, then he takes, he rises hell with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is that what you guys want? And even this Uriel guy is, not only is he just like, no, I'm going to take care of this, you know, because you failed. I'm going to do this. He has such disdain for humans. Yeah. That he even calls Sam and Dean mud monkeys. Yeah. Which I was like, ooh, an angelic slur? Yeah. (laughs) Dang. Wow. (laughs) You know, my God. And Sam's like, aren't you guys supposed to show mercy? Yeah. Like, where's, I thought you're angels. Aren't you supposed to be, like, benevolent? Yeah, yeah. You know, good bringers and show mercy. And even Uriel's like, who said that? Where's that written? (laughs) Who told you that? It's like, Damn. If they yeah. don't even abide by the rules that are, you know, given to us. But this this next scene coming up, I loved because this was 100% pure Dean monologue. Because he steps up to Uriel, who is showing them nothing but disrespect. And, you know, look, I just want to, let's just clean out this town and let's go. Um, you know, screw you all. Dean steps up and is just like, okay, I, you know, if God saved me. Specifically, I dare you to kill me while I'm in this town. Uh, so, and that's what's going to happen is because I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to kill the witch. I'm going to save these people. Um, and there's nothing you can do about it. And he's willing to die. Dean is steps up and is willing to die to be killed by the angels. You know, uh, and be like, okay, what's what's God going to say when you when you kill me? Because he specifically saved me for some reason. Mm-hmm. So let's go meet the big guy together, basically. And it was just a great monologue. It was just very Dean. And it was just, again, I'm just, it was refreshing to see Dean the hero, Dean the guy who knows who he is. He knows where he stands, you know, in in the, the grand scheme of things. You know, he's going to gank somebody. He's going to kill this. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's, it was Dean. So I liked this, this little monologue of Dean's. Very hero-esque of him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they get essentially a blessing. <laughs> Pun intended, <laughs> from Cass, you know, okay, go on this mission, but you better do it fast because. Yes, yeah, because we are going to smite this town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they leave <laughs> and go to the car, which has now been covered in eggs. Eggs? Is it eggs yeah. or some sort of goo, like bombs of oh, stuff? Oh, it, it looked like it looked like it had been eggs. It looked to me, like but... some eggs, but. <laughs> it's like a nice slow pan i had never seen this scene before even like oh. in the first time i watched it i might have just kind of like been not paying attention look yeah but it wasn't until like earlier this morning that i saw it and i was like 
Oh my god, that's funny. Astronaut. Sam giggling in the background. Yeah. But then once they're in the car, like Sam's all bummed out about his first interaction with the Yeah. I mean, he's really bummed out. He's like, I it's it again, crestfallen. He's had his faith questioned. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because it's like not only did they treat him like shit, but then they want to make this like destructive decision. Yeah, they just want to kill everybody. And he's like, this is who yeah. I've been praying to. This is praying who to? I've been looking up to is yeah. this kind of yeah. attitude. And it's and it's Dean who kind of talks him down. You know, he's like, how do you know that God likes these two guys? You know, <laughs> they could just be two dicks. Yep. You know, just because there's two bad apples doesn't mean everyone you've been praying to and everything you believe in is wrong. And and he's basically, I mean, what does he say? There's nothing more dangerous than an a-hole who thinks his he's on a holy mission, which is, of <laughs> course, true in life, <laughs> you know. Um so that these two guys think that they are superior because they had this mission from God, you know, it doesn't make them right. And it doesn't make you wrong for believing in God. And he actually turns, he's like, please, he actually says to Sam, please don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up your faith, which wow. Yeah. That, that really kind of struck me. Yeah. It was really sweet. And then Sam changes the subject. uh, Cause he's kind of like, fingering he's his bone <laughs> he's, he's like looking at he's fondling the things that are inside of the hex bag hex and bag. then he's like you know it takes a lot of heat to like char a, a human bone, a human yeah. skeleton like this you know it's got to be more than just an oven or a house more like a kiln, kiln. <laughs> uh-huh. cut to them like back to the, into the art room being like Ha, huh, you know what? This bag didn't show up after we talked to Tracy. It was after we talked to the teacher. Look, he's got a locked up drawer. I wonder what's in there. Oh, look, it's a bowl full of tiny childlike, you know, child-sized bones. bones. Ah, it's the teacher. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. In the meantime, Castiel and Uriel are having a conversation. They're at a park watching children play, which is, of course, the like most wholesome thing, you know, you can do is take your kids to the playground to to play. So there's like children's laughter and stuff like that in the background. And Uriel is still just disgusted with humans. You know, Mud Monkey comes out again. We're walking plumbing or plumbing on two feet or something like that. He really hates yeah. humans. Yeah. And Kids Tale is like, okay, slow, slow down here. <laughs> you know, you are treading on blasphemy. Mm-hmm. You know, these are God's creation. These are Father's creations. And he loves them. And you should too. And by the way, smiting this town is not our mission. That yeah. is not what we're actually here for. Yeah. We are you willing to go against orders? Yeah. Are you willing to go against God for this? So next thing we see in a basement somewhere of like a really spooky house that all the kids are skipping in their trick-or-treating path, uh, Tracy is suspended from the ceiling (laughs) while Dawn, the teacher, is chanting and doing spell work, you know, over an altar. altar with a pentagram and skulls (laughs) and a goat head and, you know, anything stereotypically satanic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, There's this weird, like, 
supernatural speed up with yeah. the camera um, as he turns away from the altar and towards Tracy. So clearly he is some sort of supernatural yeah. being, which I was like, was that necessary? It when? wasn't. It wasn't because it didn't touch. There were no other we, cool camera angles like that in the rest of the episode. Right. It just yeah, came out like of nowhere. We, out of nowhere. Like, and okay. we already knew that he was, tip, you know, potentially the bad You're guy right. in yeah. this. Yeah. So, but anyway, he does this little zippy zip turn, uh-huh. walks towards, you know, Tracy with her arms suspended. He's got a pretty, you know, scary looking knife. It has to like drag it across her dress and kind of draw on her with it to tease her. And then he, as he goes, he, like, raises up the knife to, like, plunge it into her. And then, blam, blam, he's shot from behind by Sam and Dean. Yeah. Who magically appears. Just in Hooray, time. Yes. So show up, shoot the guy in the back. Boom, he falls dead. Yep. And they untie Tracy. And she's like, oh, my God, he was about to kill me. And he was doing the incantation totally wrong. Totally wrong. It was sloppy. What? And, you know. She's a part what? of it. She's a part of it. I did think it was funny that Sam, uh like check the pulse of the guy they just killed by like pressing on his chin. <laughs> I was like, nope, no pulse there. Definitely dead. Um, but yeah, so Tracy's a witch. Dun, dun, dun. And she does the whole. Witches. They were both witches. And she like mind blasts, you know, does the whole throw the hand and psh, Sam and Dean go flying. Except yep. they don't go flying up against the wall and are held there. They're thrown to the ground, and now they're, like, writhing in pain, like their stomachs are, like, yes. being, I called it, gripped their guts, because it just was, like, it just Yeah, like it was were... very, like, if you're, if there are any Potterheads out there, very much like the Cruciatus, the Cruciatus curse, which mm-hmm. is, like, a, the torture curse, like, you say this curse, and then it's just, they never really say what happens, it's just you feel, like, all of the pain all at once, all like, at once. Okay. in your body, and in fact, people have gone, like, Oh, mad because of the pain yes like if it's done too much then like there were oh. there are characters in there that are like in the like in a mental institution because Jesus. it broke them you know? right well, anyway I, so yeah. that's kind of what bad, was happening if you're a bad cramps that'll do that to yes you. <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly and yeah, their so weapons, the guys are on the and their weapons yes. get knocked out of their hands so this is remember in that commentary episode when kripke was like this like he admittedly does this all the time where it's like Knocks their weapons out of the their boys hands. come in and they save the day and then somebody else bad comes in and they get knocked out. Yeah. So I kind of yeah. want to track how much that, how often that happens. <laughs> at least twice. I mean, at least twice. Now. <laughs> at least twice. I just find it funny that the creator of the show is like, like I know I do to, this stupid thing all the time, but has to admit it. I got to yeah, do but it. You know, we watched it. We watched it <laughs> yeah. happen. And we're just still watching the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Tracy then picks up the knife that, you know, her brother tried to kill her with. Yeah. It turns out he is her brother. And stabs some of his, his gunshot wounds yeah. and is now like, siphoning blood from his body into a cup with yeah. the knife like scraping yeah. <laughs> it was really gross you know while describing how tedious it was to have him as a brother because it yeah. did take two of them to get this far you couldn't just do it alone and she's like i'm so glad you guys actually killed him with a bullet who would have thought that yes because she you know? was supposed to be the sacrifice the final sacrifice for this ritual but but hey i'm glad he's dead yep. <laughs> yeah so she takes his blood and goes back to the altar that her brother was at. 
and proceeds to start chanting and incantating herself. And her, you know, her Latin does sound pretty good. Mm-hmm. As as she's got her back to them and is chanting, Sam wipes his hand in dead Dan's dead Don's blood and smears it on his face. Mm-hmm. And Dean's like, "What? What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. You know. And Sam's like, "Just do it." Yeah, follow so, my lead. Gross. And he smears Dean's face all over with blood, and then they with go lay blood, down and, and they play dead. Behind Tracy, we see a plume of demon smoke escape from a crack that, like, appeared the, the in the floor. The floor broke open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... And now there's, like, this giant wall of demon smoke that is thrusting upward, and then it pours itself into dead Dawn. And Dawn rises Dawn from rises. the dead. Yeah. And Sam Hain has... Not black eyes, not red eyes, not white eyes. Like kind of like smoky, an icy smoky blue. blue, but you still see the pupils also. So yeah. he's kind of a very Almost unique ca- demon. Kind of cataracty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because he actually can't see. Yeah. <laughs> not very well, at least. He's no. not blind, but he has terrible vision. Terrible vision. Anytime they do a POV shot of him looking, mm-hmm. it's blurry. Yeah. Everything he sees is blurry. Yeah. Which could explain the masks that people could wear and not be uh, recognized by yeah, him as human. A little bit, but also, <laughs> you know, because then Tracy approaches him, you know, they approach each other lovingly. And yes. he says something it's, like, you it, got old. And she's like, oh, I can't fool you with this face that I have. You can see right through me. 600 years. Yeah. Yes. Um, your beauty escapes time and then cracks her neck. Yeah. Yeah, you look old. Snap your neck, yeah. whore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, done with her. Mm-hmm. She she played her role. That was it. Yeah, yeah. No. So this is the blurry vision. It was a cool like I get what they were trying to go for, but when he was looking at her, granted, we saw it was, her face clear. Yeah, but like she was still standing with her back to him, and so he couldn't really see her very clearly. I don't know if that's because it was her her back was to him. I don't know. They never really made a good example of when somebody was looking at him without a mask on to see what the difference would be between hmm. a maskless oh, mask face. Or unmasked. Yes. Right. Well, except when he had her hands, uh, her face in his hands, mm-hmm. where the camera was looking directly at her face because he says, you look old, and we look into her face. And of course, she's this stunning seventeen-year-old, you know. So, but it wasn't clear. through. I don't think it was through his you don't eyeballs. Think it was his eyes. Though. I don't think oh, it okay. was because I feel like if it were through his eyes, then we would have seen her old face. Right. I don't know. Regardless, uh, it was still kind of neat the way that they approached that. Because yes. then, after he snaps her neck, he turns around and he sees the two boys on the ground. Yep. And they are faking dead. Yep. Um, which. You would think, oh, he can see, you know, past, you know, death, right? Fake things, things. yeah. Yeah. He can't, but he can't. He just walks on by. Now they're they're dead on the ground with blood on their face, but they're blurry, or they're like double vision. You couldn't quite see that they were. You couldn't quite see their faces. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, man, all right. So off he goes, which I thought is funny because you hear the Sam and Dean here, door (laughs) open and close. I'm like, (laughs) again, a demon (laughs) throws from the dead, but I have to open this (laughs) door. And he closes it behind him, yeah. and off he goes into the night on Halloween. And Dean, of course, is like, what the hell? Yeah. What's that? Like, oh, phew, it worked. <laughs> yeah, I took a chance. 
you know, wearing a mask. Get it? Wear a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know this would work. Um, yeah. <laughs> so off he goes. Demon is now walking the streets on Halloween, which is perfect because he's a, you know, a blood-soaked demon and nobody can tell. Yeah. Because it's Halloween. Right. And he's walking amongst all these kids in costumes and not really seeing them and not being affected. I mean, he sees them, but they're blurry. Yeah, yeah. And But he he's not looking. He's just, you know, walking forward on his mission. Yep, yep, yep. So the boys get out and they're like, okay, where would one go if they're going to, like, raise, raise a demon army? Yes. Well, probably a cemetery. A lot of dead people there. Let's try there. Let's go. Off they go. Yep. Um, in the car... Sam is kind of hinting, you know, this guy's really powerful. I don't think this knife is going to be enough. We could probably do something else. Yeah. And Dean is like, no. Nope, nope, no, nope, the nope, nope. The blade is the way. We're going to do it the blade way. Yes. And then takes a step further and says, please. He does say please. Yes. Please don't <laughs> use your powers. But I do appreciate how Sam was like kind of fighting his logic there. He's like, okay, the angels are the ones that said that the knife would work, but they haven't really been right. You know, like, right. why are you believing the angels in this? Now, yeah. And not <laughs> with anything <Yeah>. else. <laughs> right. Right. But Dean says, please. Yes. And that's the end of the conversation. Yep. Sam takes a knife. So, yep. so at the cemetery, in a crypt, roadkill guy is partying with some of his hot friends mm -hmm. once again all the women in skimpy costumes the guys in like spartan costumes mm -hmm. and he's mm -hmm. still roadkill guy but anyway so they're partying in the crypt uh which is gross but when uh teacher don do. uh, teacher don shows up sees all these you know youth in the crypt and just like takes the gates and locks them in yeah. <laughs> and, and walks kids, away. Yeah, just seeing they're you know, like, oh hey, it's done. Hey, hey what's hey, going on? And they just kind of sit there and watch him, watch him lock, lock the gate in. and walk away. They're like, Hey Don. And then they go like rattle the gate. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Hey uh, Don. Yeah. Yeah, you locked us in, Don. <laughs> and, and then after it. he walks away, then all of the, the, the tomb doors uh on the wall start shaking start cracking they start falling off <laughs> this was this was very um haunted mansion this was very disney <laughs> haunted mansion i mean i kind of rolled my eyes at this but okay so scary moment they're inside a crypt and now things are starting to happen inside the crypt and the doors pops off this one and a uh, roadkill guy gets grabbed by a zombie Mm -hmm. And dragged back inside the wall of crypts and what, like, exploded? Yeah. Immediately <laughs> followed by the most ridiculous blood splatter. It just kind of kept going. Like, it kind of spurted a couple of times. Like, it went, and then it. Yeah. Did it again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, did he just, like, squeeze him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just popped poor, you know, roadkill guy. And finally, these drunk kids in the crypt are like, ah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this isn't good and they all run to the gate and they're like you know let's all let's all type yeah, of thing yeah. um it's funny that if you look at all the kids some of them are still holding their drinks <laughs> it's like now would be a good time to put the drink down <laughs> you know? i mean if you're junk drunk or like he was stoned right because he just said yes he's, like, oh, that's right. tripping he's balls. like tripping balls <laughs> yes. Um, yes, he sobered up pretty quick so yeah 
Oh, not more soon road. enough. More roadkill. I know. We just got, wanted to make a bong in ceramics class. Right? <laughs> he got got a mi- lot of mileage out of that costume, though. He sure. did. He did. Uh, so yeah, boys come in just in time. Dean stays to save the kids. You know, blasts a hole in the gate and tells them all to to run away. Run, run. Yeah. And he's stuck in this crypt room where then zombies literally start just like falling out of their tombs. <laughs> and he's like. He's like, bring it on, yeah, you know, because Sam has now run off to go get uh, Sam, Sam Hain. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, he finds him. And Sam Hain turns around and tries the whole Lilith white light blasting. Yes. Sam called it the demon ray gun, which I really liked. <laughs> the, the demon ray gun doesn't work on me. Yes. And it didn't. It was like, you know, white light. I love that confidence nothing. of Sam being like. Yeah, it's only yeah. ever happened once before, but, you know, it doesn't work on me. <laughs> it doesn't work on me. Yeah, and he just keeps walking toward – he's walking, you know, towards the demon. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, so you you won't get blasted, but now what? Yeah, but they start brawling. <laughs> yeah, they start to go, you know, mano a mano, hand-to-hand fisticuffs. And it is and I, uh, uneven because yeah. Sam Hain is very strong, very powerful. Yes, and Sam starts losing. Yeah. Back yes. in the zombie room, you know, Dean has like knocked out one after the other, after the other, after the other. <laughs> He's got his like silver stakes and he just like, one for you yes. and one for you. <laughs> He's just like driving these silver stakes yeah. into the hearts of the zombies. Now, if I remember right, those zombies had to be like pinned into their coffins, right? They had to be pinned into their graves. That's what they Isn't did with the... The necromancy chick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's because they're still in the crypt. It, that counts it's as being pinned probably, into there. Like it's hollowed ground or something. I don't, I don't quite know. But yeah, he's like, bring it on. I forgot <laughs> that actually. I was kind of like, interesting that he's not like bashing their heads. You know, yeah, like, maybe like it was- a traditional zombie thing. But yeah, you're probably right as he was pinning them down. Yeah. Tries um, to go after another one who's standing up right next to him. Oh, but that one's a ghost. It's so because it, it glitches, glitch, glitch. Yeah. Glitch, glitch, and knocks him against the wall yeah. as well. <laughs> he's like, son, okay, he's like, son of a bitch. And so this is like a ghost zombie orgy or something orgy, like that, yes. right? He calls it an orgy. Even he said, fuck it, we're burning the place down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm taking you all down. That's yeah. it. Yep. You're all going to die. So Sam, who uh, had been pinned up against the wall physically by the demon, like he, the guy's got his hand around Dean's. Uh, Sam's throat. Um, Sam manages to break free of that and takes that opportunity of the distance between them to now he does his own hand. Uh, 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 Not yet, not yet, not yet. He does get the knife out. He tries the knife. He has a hold of it and he does make contact with Sam Hain's arm. It does damage, like it does like a fiery, like red spark thing, but not enough to really like distract him in any way. He's just kind of like, right. Ouch. Whatever. Tis but yeah. a flesh wound, you know, and like <laughs> knocks the knife away. <laughs> and then when there are this distance then. between them, because Sam does not have the knife, it's literally like on the like behind Sam Hain now. Yeah. Then Sam pulls does out his his demon powers. Magic hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but does the whole like as if to mind blast him, but he he reaches out his hand and the demon lunges at him mm-hmm. but is like blocked he suddenly finds himself like up against an invisible wall yeah of sam's powers mm-hmm. 
and seems a little shocked that he's being held up by this and keeps trying. It's like, you know, the mimes like walking into the wind type of thing. There's a little bit of that, but he he has this look of determination on his face that he is going to get Sam. Yes. It's like, no, (laughs) it's like no mere mortal can can stop me. me. How dare you? Yep. And Sam is struggling. I mean, he's got, but he's determined. The look on his face is I will defeat you. Yeah. And as he's like got his hand reached out and he's struggling and pushing against the the demon, uh, you start to hear uh, Sam's heartbeat uh-huh. beating and it's loud and right. it's as if he's like struggling physically. You know, he's out of breath, um, but he's his determined. nose is bleeding. His he can seem like it, he's holding his head like, oh, my God, I'm getting like a splitting the, headache. The, the pain, the sound that we're hearing is like that metallic sound again. Uh-huh. And you start to see smoke start to the black smoke start to kind of puff out of the knife wounds in the that in was Sam such Hain. a cool effect. Yeah, like and the bullet the holes demon, that are in the guy. Yeah. You know, the smoke it, it's slowly starting to get exercised out, but the the, but the demon is like pulling it back like, in, he's sucking like, it back nope, in. Nope, yeah, nope. <laughs> yeah. But he's looking down like, oh, this is. This but I never love happened that before. it came out of his bullet holes. His I was like, ooh, cool. Yeah. And just then, uh, wait, how did? Dean comes around like mid, mid struggle, mid push. Yeah, yeah. he and sees is now it happening. It's like watching. Uh, He's watching yeah. it, and you see Sam is struggling. His nose is bleeding, and then you just see the demon's eyes kind of pop open. And now the the demon smoke is is pouring yeah. out of his mouth. It's being pulled. The demon's being pulled out of Dead Dawn. Samhain. Sam Hain has been exercised by Sam. Yeah, and it does the whole burn it burns into embers mm-hmm. and dean is just looking at sam sam the the heartbeat has stopped and slowed um his nose has stopped bleeding um but he looks up at dean and dean now has the same crestfallen heartbroken look on his face it's not disappointment it's not anger it's oh oh no yeah you know? unfortunately and- sam did clock dean clocking him mid he did see that was yeah, my yeah, question. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. did they did they lock eyes? They did. And they did. They did. And Sam is like, I'm kinda in the middle of like I can't stop now. I'm going to do this. I have to. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's no said, Dean is heartbroken. I say he just looks heartbroken. He does, you know? but you know, at the right. same time, and this is going to come up because it's now the day after the hall after Halloween. Sam is in the motel room packing up. Uriel shows up behind him and then proceeds to just start lecturing Sam about yeah. he's like, how dare you decide to use your profane your demon blood? You know, right. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And you Sam, were told not to. Yeah. yeah Sam you was were like, told not I was to. gonna die. What do you want from me? Like I was gonna die, Dean was gonna die, the town was gonna die. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what you And and Uriel's like, doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you saved everybody. The seal was still broken. So there. Yeah. And we told you not to. You yeah. were told not to. You should have just died. And then. And Sam's like, you're right. I mean, Dean was right. You guys are dicks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't stand there and take it. He's like, well, you know, go fuck yourself. So like, yeah, stop. What do you. <laughs> like, I didn't ask for this. It's like, this just. But see- in his insolence, though, Uriel does this like angel thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you hear you see like wind on on Sam's face, you hear the sound of of wings. And suddenly Uriel is like right in Sam's yeah, face. The camera like does like a little zoom up. That, that was pretty cool. That's a pretty cool like 
camera trick for the angel wishing. Yeah. Um, and he's like, all right, so uh, why don't you ask your brother then what he remembers of hell? Yeah, he says that. But he also says, you know, how dare you? You know, the only reason you're alive is because we let you be alive because you're useful. But once you stop being useful, then, you know. I will. I will. I will. You. Yes. And I was like, okay, so wait. He's useful because he, how is he useful? He uses his demon powers to kill demons. He killed Sam Hain. Is that what you mean by useful? So you're angry at him for using his powers, but then he's useful for using his powers. And that's the only or reason that he's Was he useful because he saved Dean? Maybe. Uriel. Um, Such an ass. Because, and also it's like both, both Sam and Dean were like, no, we don't want you to destroy the town. We want to save the town. We will, right. you know, stop. It wasn't just Dean's decision. <laughs> like, both of them were like, no! <laughs> right, right. Um, um, and then, yeah, Uriel's just like, you know, and not only are you... Expendable. Expendable, but, you yeah. know, Dean, Dean and his little high horse, why don't you ask him yeah, Dean's what been he remembers of hell? So there, yeah. Bye, yeah. whoosh. <laughs> whoosh, yes, indeed. Feather sounds. So back at the playground, um, Castiel and Dean are now having a moment, which, you know, of course, Dean was by himself, and then poof, you know, camera yeah. angle, now now Castiel is there. And it turns out that their order was not to smite the town. The angel's order was not to smite the town and stop the rising of Lucifer. It was to follow Dean's orders. And mm-hmm. Dean's like, your orders were to follow my orders, <laughs> you know? And apparently Dean's been, they were testing him or God was testing him to see if he was basically battle ready. Right. You know, could he be a leader in whatever this upcoming battle is? And I love that Dean said it was like, he said it was just killing a witch. It wasn't the Tet offensive, which yeah. was the, the turning offensive of the Vietnam War, which is mm-hmm. what lost, you know, America the war essentially yeah so again back in hero mode it wasn't a big deal we do what we do and we saved the town yeah you know we saved people because that's what we said we would do yeah you know unlike you guys yeah um, so I was like listen i just take it day by day and this was what was happening yeah in and that moment so castiel even says yes you saved the town but you know our journey goes on because the seal was broken yeah lucifer is one step closer to uh, being risen um but then castiel like confides in dean which i thought was really interesting because you know dean's been calling them calling them out like it is like so you just do god's bidding you're just god's hammer you just you know yeah. you're just used by god to do whatever mm-hmm. he wants and castiel says well i'm not a hammer I, I actually do have questions about god's plans and this journey that we're on you know mm-hmm. i don't i don't I, I do have questions. I shouldn't have questions. I'm an angel. Yeah. You know, but I do. I question God. Yeah. And I don't know what's like, right or wrong anymore. Anymore. Right now. And but... and he's like, and I don't envy you this burden that yeah. you now have that's now been placed on you. And he's like, Dean, you, you have no idea what you, what's in store for you. And I don't envy you. Yeah. And so now we've seen a slight shift in Castiel. From the, you know, I I pulled you out of hell, I can send you right back. And now it's, you know, actually, you know, kind of glad you're here with me, buddy, because I have some questions, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think this is the starting 
point of while we all know who Castiel is in in the history of Supernatural, our, his first entrance is amazing, mm-hmm. you know, blowing out the lights and showing us his wings. But then he's just a real dick, you know. He's just a, a real uh, bully, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dean. And now we see a softening and we see a questioning and we've seen moments in the episode, which we didn't call out, but he like, he kind of laughs at some of Dean's uh, idiosyncrasies. You know, he, uh, you know, some of the jokes or some of the quips that, that Dean has said, you see Cassio actually kind of like laugh at, you know, type of laughter, not Mm -hmm. like ha ha ha. Yeah. So we're seeing a, like a softening of Castiel towards Dean, not towards Sam, who's the one who prays, um mm-hmm. but towards towards dean and his his god-given mission at this yeah. point yeah so but that's that's how that ends i don't yeah. envy you the weight on your shoulders yeah mm. and with those words <laughs> i'm going to put more weight on your shoulders yes <laughs> whoosh credits <laughs> yes he's left alone dean is left alone at the playground so yeah so no great pumpkin no great pumpkin. Mm, no great pumpkin sorry sam yeah sorry sam this just this episode made me so sad for Sam. It really did. Because uh, yeah. he's just like put in the shittiest positions over and over again, you know, like and his then criticized and for was, his reactions. Yeah. 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 How how do you Yeah, I mean that's like somebody rescuing you from falling off a building and then you get criticized for even being on the building at that moment. Right. You know, to save the day. It's like what yeah. So what were you doing up there in the first place? It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. You were grounded. What are you doing up here? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh I do want to know, uh technically, how they did the bloody nose mm. uh, effect. Because usually they'll do like a a tube you know, they'll run a tube down the uh-huh. side of their nose and they'll do a side shot angle. Uh-huh. So you don't, see, so it looks like there's blood coming out of the nose. But it was a straight on camera shot when his nose started the first like gush. And I just want to know if he had a capsule up there or something that he had to like crush. And then oh, like, I, I, I want to un- know how yeah. that's- That seems unsafe having a capsule in your nasal cavity that you could potentially crush. inhale. Right. Well, I, I want to know how they did it because it wasn't effects. It wasn't CG. So they could have had, they could have had the tube still taped like on his face and like <laughs> went up and then natural. in and then they CGI'd out the, the, the tube, the tube. Oh, maybe then they did a really good job because yeah. it looked like his nose just started or they, like, bleeding or they just like squeezed something like up there and then right and away started filling yeah <laughs> yeah which seems even less sanitary it and does. safe than if he had just something he could you know <laughs> squeeze bulb jared yeah <laughs> if you're listening yeah it's i'm sure it was really I'd simple but how, how did you do the bloody nose Was there a moment in the uh, in the struggle between Sam and uh, Sam and uh, the demon? Uh, oh God, the demon! That uh, his eyes turn black. That Sam's eyes turn black. I don't think so. Did you see them? I didn't, but I thought I read somewhere that there was a a moment where his eyes turn black. Oh, I don't. So I kind of want to go back and and double check it. While you're looking for that, um, I'm going to say during one of our, in between one of the sessions, the Zoom sessions, 
I was just I was curious as to why it's pronounced Samhain. Sam- yeah. Um, because it's like, what part of the like? How is the alphabet like that? There are so many contradicting websites and sources that say they they all pronounce it differently. Oh. So they say Sawin, but they also say Savin. Like it, the, oh. there's actually no W. Oh. It's actually supposed to be a V. Uh, there's, I think I saw like Savna was one. So I don't. Uh-huh. Any Irish people hmm. out there, you want to enlighten us, dumb Americans? Right. I'd love to know I how to a, actually say this word. <laughs> I do have a, a Scottish friend in oh, Scotland, well, but it's Scots Scottish is different than is Gaelic. Different than Irish. Scots Gaelic is different than the yeah, Irish. Yeah. I, I can see why people would think his eyes turn black here because he's super squinty oh, and you so can't just... and you can't you cannot see the whites of his eyes. Yeah. But I think they would have made a bigger deal yeah of his eyes turning black i think it's also too soon in uh in his track to be yeah turning to black be eyed. tilted yeah so i'm gonna say no i'm I gonna say agree. i, I understand why there. people would see it but we because we would have the they lighting done was the... so dark and like the squinty yeah. eyes yeah yeah they we would have made some sort the... of sound they would have yeah totally all right so, so. Overall, so, I like this episode, but it did it made me feel feelings for <laughs> <laughs> I I understand. I understand 100%. I uh actually when I got to the end of this episode, I was like, I need to go see what the next one is because I kind of feel like I wanted to cleanse my palate mm-hmm. after watching this one. Um and I didn't point out and we should point out that um the guy who plays Uriel is a phenomenal actor who's oh, just yeah. seen everywhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I couldn't pinpoint you know specific shows that he's been he's even been just on. in this it's like man you are so good at just making me hate you <laughs> yeah yeah uh robert wisdom is yeah. his name yeah um and it's the same thing as uh you know the guy who plays gordon um yeah it's like you see him everywhere and he's brilliant in everything mm-hmm. he does mm-hmm. and yeah and you just loathe him mm-hmm. but he, if you look at his imdb he's been everywhere on everything and mm-hmm. the same thing you know i mean uh, Don McManus, kind of the same, but not. I mean, he's more of a character um, actor. Uh-huh. Um, but I swear to God, I thought I saw him on Buffy and Angel. And, <laughs> no. But I think it's just because of that teacher vibe. It you must know, be. That, yeah, 90s teacher vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So a great episode. I'm glad mm-hmm. it got back into the, the, the myth the arc story, of right. the story, the storyline. And, you know, Dean, uh, Sam's now taken a step closer to, you know, his powers are much more than we thought they mm-hmm. were it's not just yeah. pulling you know demons out of people it's pulling like mega yeah demons mega demons out of people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and you know dean took a step back into instead of goofball dean he's now you know back yeah. into hero dean and the yeah. weight of the world on his shoulders dean even though he <laughs> astronaut yeah astronaut. Astronaut. very cute okay, okay so that's going to be the wrap up on that episode. Our next episode is wishful thinking. Do you know what that oh, one I is? I, I yeah. do. I yeah. do. I think I like this one. Yep, yep, I think yep. I like this one. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us anywhere you can find podcasts. Please subscribe. Please rate us on Apple. That would be great. You can also follow us on social media. We are at Salt and Burn This everywhere. Uh, we're on YouTube. You can subscribe to us there. That would be pretty cool. And we will see you next week for wishful thinking wishful thinking which i think it has a teddy bear in it right yes that is 
the teddy bear. <laughs> I love this one. Yes. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.